It's July 12, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest, friend of the show, soon to be married. She really likes rinse dip on her pizza. I know that. Her name is Denise Salcedo. Denise, how are you? I'm glad to be back. Have I broken any records? Am I the first person to be back a second time, or am I not the first person to be back second a second time? Sean Ross, I beat you to it. Damn it. Okay, well, can it. I be the first person to come back three times? Maybe, but you're going to be the first person to listen to a Taylor Swift song 415 times for the Guinness Book of World Records. That is, that is an outtake video that we're going to put up here in the next few days. All right, here's what's going to happen. We're going to talk to KYN7, seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reaction. Your reactions are always amazing. And I'm going to ask you questions along the way. And I got some good ones for you, Denise. Let's go with story number seven reported by WJAR10 News. So there's a Dunkin' Donut shop in Cranston, Rhode Island, and they did a giveaway on Facebook. You know, they're giving away coffee and swag and other stuff because they're celebrating 30 years at that location. They ran into a problem, though. Denise, what do you think happened? They ran out of donuts. That's a good guess. The Facebook post said that the giveaway was only open to white people. Joel, do you got the picture? No. So there you can see highlighted open Wait. to white Cranston, Rhode Island residents. Are you sure the city isn't, are you sure that the, the, the place isn't white Cranston? Like the city? So here's what happened. Do you remember the last time that you were on and you and I talked about the importance of having attention to detail when you're posting on social media? Yeah. And we talked about the guy that worked for the Quebec government and he like put a link on Twitter to a Pornhub video. Yeah, I right? remember that. So here's what happened. The people that put up that post on Facebook, they copied that ad from the page for another Dunkin' Donuts location. And the ad on the other Facebook page was for a location out of White Plains, New York. So what they meant to do was post over the ad and change the location, but they changed Plains, New York to Cranston, Rhode Island, and they forgot to take out the white. And so it read, open to white Cranston, Rhode Island residents. So the residents there probably thought like, oh, because this place doesn't exist, it has to be open to white people only, right? That's what the assumption was there? Yes. No. Oh, did yes. they at least resolve it? <laughs> uh, well, so a Duncan spokesperson said that they were embarrassed. They said it was an unfortunate mistake. I even saw a post of the one from White Plains, New York, because they wanted to show you like we basically copied it from the one from White Plains, New York. And that's exactly what happened. And so my question for you, Denise Alcedo, because I got to follow up about, you know, attention to detail with a question that has nothing to do with it whatsoever. Do you like donuts and what are your favorites? I do love donuts. And my favorite is the chocolate twist. The chocolate twist. I don't know if I know that one. Is it, is it basically the way one. it sounds? The twirly one. Are you a dunker? Like, will you take a piece of donut no, and put it in the no, coffee? No, or the tea I think or... that's gross. No, no. You don't do that? I do it like, no, hell no. I don't like dipping my like food into like a drink. I think that's kind of gross, <laughs> especially because afterwards, for example, like when I was a kid, I used to do it and you dip your chip ahoy like into the milk. But yeah. then, and it's really good. So don't get me wrong. It's so good when you get your chips ahoy into the milk. But then afterwards, all the crumbs stay in the milk. Yes. And then it just kind of looks really nasty. So that's the only reason that I don't. But I will make exceptions for Chips Ahoy. That's the only thing that I will still probably dunk. But when people dunk their bread into like a coffee, I don't like that. I used to do the Chips Ahoy thing. And then after I drank the milk, I'd have to get a spoon. 
Oh like no, crumb, you see, like in the bottom of the glass. Scrub. See, yeah. it kind of grosses me out a little bit. Like when I think about that and I'm like, yeah, it's good to have. Cause especially if it's the chips Ahoy, like the hard ones, cause yep. then it makes it a little bit soft and then that's pretty good. But then I don't like the milk afterwards though. And the crumbs would always get really, really mushy. And then, so you'd end up with like really mushy crumbs, but then the chocolate chips would just stay hard. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. All right. Let's go into story number six. So the last time we spoke, we talked about animals and you told me that you had a stuffed giraffe. I think his name, Tom G. Tom right? G. Yes. Tom, okay, G. Tom G. So you might know this. Maybe you don't. I sure as hell didn't. Gucci sells pet products. Did you know I this? Did not. I not. Well, you know, I'm not surprised though. I'm not surprised because I, you know, people have fancy dogs. I guess they do. Well, they recently released, because I didn't even know they have an annual collection. They recently released their 2022 Gucci pet collection. And among the items available is something for dogs that retails at 460 US dollars. Denise Salcedo, what do you think it is? A choker. It is a poop bag holder. Got the picture, Joel? There it is right there. That is a poop bag holder. No. 460 bucks. They say it's crafted primarily from black Demetra, whatever the hell that is. It's created with the same processes used for tanning, and the material offers pliable and resilient performance. And Denise, they say it has a supple finish. You got that? It's got a supple finish. So this is a resilient performing, supple finished poop bag holder for 460 bucks. It gets better. That's not all, Denise. You can get a silver tone brass bowl cover for $895. Joel, you got that? Look at that right there, $895. Or the piece de resistance, the highest ticket item of the pet collection. Denise, you can get Tom G a pet bed for $7,500. Joel, you got that? Look at that beautiful $7,000 pet bed, Denise. Okay, the pet bed, I don't see a problem with. The little tray thing, like, okay, if you're going to spoil your dog, sure. But I got to be honest with you, that first item that they showed, that you guys showed, the first one, I kind of yes. want it for me, but not for the reason that you might think, because I don't even have a dog. But I want it because I really like small, little, tiny wallets. And I noticed that that one even has, like, a little keychain. And if I could just attach it to my keys or to my shorts, because that's what I normally do, I can just put my money in there and not have to worry about it. So, so put I would, up, put up that I would first buy picture. the poop thing, but for me, yeah, so, the waste bag holder. It looks like a wallet. Look at it on the left hand. It has a little golden hook. I could uh -huh. attach that to my denim shorts and put my uh -huh. money in there. And no one would ever know because, look, it says Gucci and it has pretty flowers. That's awesome. So I'm going to isolate this clip. And I'm going to tell Sean Rossap, if you haven't yet gotten Denise a wedding gift, how about a shit holder from Gucci? How about that? Because <laughs> that's, so, that's so pretty it. amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. Trust me. Look at my little tiny wallet. I like tiny wallets. And notice how this one doesn't have any place to attach it. Right. It can't attach this anywhere to me. But if I can find a way to attach it to my shorts, that'd be great. So the poop I don't holder like is what you purses. need. Poop holder is what you need. So I got to ask, do you own any accessory that is either unusually expensive or pretty stupid, if you're being honest? No. No, nothing, I'm so, nothing, nothing. I'm super like you, you, I'm super cheap when it comes to certain things. Like, for example, this wallet was like, I don't know, $10 on Amazon. I what about a selfie stick? Like, do you have a selfie stick? 
back in the day, I used to have a selfie stick. I don't have a selfie stick anymore. I don't okay. feel like I've bought anything that's dumb. I'm not like a gadgets person, like a person mm. that just like buys like random stuff. Like I put a lot of thought into what I buy and why I'm buying it. Interesting. Well, one thing I know about you is I know that you love sponsoring things. And instead of getting cash, you just want them to give you the item for oh, free. I know no. you love that. Oh, hells no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hells no. I'm done with that. I get so mad. I get so mad when people are like, oh, we love your work. Can we please have this item sponsored? And I'm like, what's the rate? And they're like, well, right now we're just offering the free product. And I've got, I, I feel bad, but I've gotten a little bit like sassy about it where I'll just respond with, I do not do unpaid product promotion at the time now and i feel like it kind of sounds a little bit rude but i don't know how else to say no uh what about oh hell's no like you just said can you type out oh hell's no i would feel really bad <laughs> i would feel really bad oh hell's no is what i really want to say all right let's go into story number five reported by the independent so the band kiss recently played a gig in vienna austria and during the show they projected a message of gratitude for the fans in attendance. You know, they put a, a message like on the big screen for the fans in attendance. Unfortunately, it led to some unintentional laughter and it went viral for the wrong reasons. Denise, what happened? I'm guessing a really poor image was shown, like a distasteful image. Uh, they thanked Austria by putting up a flag of Australia. Joel, no! do we got the video? This is from YouTube, from the channel Gratis Portalin, and there it is right there. Kiss loves you, Vienna, with the Australian flag. Some people were laughing. Others called it a spinal tap moment. Denise, you know what spinal tap is? No. Okay, yeah, you're a little bit too young for that, I think. It's a, it's a, I'm not, it, we don't need to get into it. But some people thought it was a spinal tap moment. It's a movie. You can look it up, Denise. Okay. At last word, Kiss had yet to address a snafu, and they probably won't, because, like, why the hell would you? Right. Yeah. So I would not, not want that out there because it's not like it was their fault. It was like no. whoever did the graphic. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So Denise Salcedo, have you ever witnessed an embarrassing moment at a concert? And if so, what exactly did Taylor Swift do that was so embarrassing? Definitely not Taylor Swift. She's never done anything embarrassing. Um, I'm trying to think. I went to a Shania Twain concert. Oh, this was embarrassing. Okay, so I went to a Shania Twain concert. And first of all, the electricity went out during the concert, which is not really embarrassing. It's like, what, you know, maybe too much power. But there was a little girl in the audience. And I think Shania asked her, like, what's her favorite song? Or like, she put her little cowboy hat on her. And then she asked her, like, what her favorite song was of hers. And the little girl didn't know because the little girl wasn't a fan. She was just there. Oh. So that was a little bit embarrassing because then everybody was like, oh, like she gave all this attention to this little girl <laughs> for this little girl not even to be able to name a song, you know? So that oh. was a little bit embarrassing. I felt a little awkward for Shania that day. Have you heard the story about Ed O'Neill at the airport lounge? No. You know, do you know who Ed O'Neill is? No. <laughs> so Ed O'Neill was was uh, 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 Bundy, Ed, uh, Ed Bundy from uh, Married with Children. Oh, Al yeah, Bundy, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, yeah I know Bundy. him. I know him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he's also in Modern Family, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, oh, yeah. I do know him. I love him. Yeah, like, I don't know. Modern Family and Ed yeah, O'Neill's awesome. he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did some jujitsu with CM Punk. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah. So Ed O'Neill's in the airport lounge, and I gotta love Ed O'Neill. And a girl comes up and asks for a selfie, and Ed O'Neill doesn't really give a shit. Yeah, sure. You know, I just kind of just leave me alone. So he so he takes a selfie with this girl. That girl was Britney Spears. Shut up. Ed no. O'Neill had no freaking idea. He had no freaking idea. What was this? Oh, it, she was very famous by the time that happened. She was very famous. 
And he and didn't I, know her. Well, I mean, nope. maybe in a way it's, pro well, I don't know. It's hard to say because Britney Spears is like worldwide and everybody knows her, but he didn't I, know or depends care. Depends maybe at the time. What's that? Maybe it depends at the time of like how famous she was when she did, when she went for him for a photo. I'm she sure was now like, he would know who Britney Spears is, right? Well, he would know her now because the selfie's gone viral. That's probably that's probably how he would know her now. And as a matter of fact, there is a similar story about Ed O'Neill with Taylor Swift. Oh, did he really have that moment? Yes, there say? was a similar story with Taylor Swift. So the only thing I heard was something about she wanted him. She saw him and like asked him to say something on the phone to somebody that really loved him. And Ed O'Neill just like cordially just took the phone and said hello. But Ed O'Neill had no idea who this girl was that was given uh, giving him her phone. Oh my God. So he's yep. here being loved by like all of these great women. And he's just like, no idea. It made me love him more. But I feel like it in did. a way it's kind of one of those things where, you know, if he's not listening or, you know, listening to this kind of music and if he's not following this type of news, why would he know about yeah, it? Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. Right. Like why would he know about it? Like that right. doesn't seem to be in his like circle. No, I found it very endearing. It made me love him that much more because he clearly <laughs> did not give a shit. So that was awesome. Amazing. All right, story number four, reported by the Metro. So there's a small fishing village in Mexico called San Pedro Wamalula. I hope I pronounced that right. They have a centuries-old ritual that they believe secures nature's abundance in the village and symbolizes the joining of humans and the divine. This time out, the mayor of the village, his name is Victor Hugo Sosa, he took part in the ritual. Denise, what did he do? Um, I'm going to guess he, like, Put something weird inside of a bonfire, like I don't know, someone's hair, a toenail, a toenail, a dead animal. I don't know. They usually sacrifice things at this type of stuff, right? Well, or they time, do like weird stuff where they like dance around naked and all of this and start <laughs> hollering. This time he might have sacrificed himself because he married an alligator. Joel, do we got the video? This is from the Metro. The alligator's name is Little Princess. They put her in a white wedding dress because the ritual acknowledges the Catholic faith. The mayor sealed the marriage with a kiss right there as part of the ritual. And the locals carried the bride in their arms through the streets as men fanned it with their hats. There I, you I've go. I've never heard of this in my entire life. <laughs> this was a Catholic thing. I'm Catholic. Yes. I've never heard of this in my entire life. You're, do you want to like get an alligator at your upcoming wedding? I might as well at this point, right? Apparently it's a thing. Apparently I just, it's a thing. oh God. But here's the thing though. Is it like, suppose, are they, I don't get it. Like he's really marrying this alligator, like for reals. Uh, I, I think it's just a ritual. I think. Like he's not actually going to go home and live with it and no longer have a wife or something. When you said go home, I was wondering what was coming next, Denise. I don't, that's what I'm wondering too. Like, is he not going to be able to marry like a human? Okay, I thought Is you were forever to, like, indebted to this alligator. I thought you wanted to get into like consummating the relationship with the alligator, you know? I don't is I don't even think there's a way they can do that. Is there a way that they can do that? I don't even think there's a way that they I can mean, do you've that. seen baby alligator, something's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I could I feel like it wouldn't be pleasant for the for the man. I don't think he'd be I don't think he'd have pleasant pleasantries It'd coming off scaly. of that engagement. Pretty scaly, I think. <laughs> so here's my question for you. What is the weirdest thing, inanimate or living, that you have ever kissed? And don't say Sean Ross app. I would probably, I was, I don't know, because I've never, oh, I kissed a poster once. 
Why? That would be why? Because I had a crush on the actor and I was like, mm, you know, I'm sorry. What did you do? What did you do? I was just like, mm. <laughs> I feel like every young girl at some point has done that. Kiss the face of the actor that they like, you know? And who was the actor? I don't even remember. It might have been like Johnny Depp at the time. You know, I, I was going to say Eric Estrada, but that's way too, way too old for you. No, yeah, definitely not my type. No. Fascinating. You kissed posters when you were a kid, Denise. Yeah, but I feel like everyone did that. I wouldn't consider that weird. Think okay. I mean, I, that. I had a Miss Elizabeth poster over my bed when I was a kid. Did you kiss it? I don't think I did. No, but I had it up over the bed, though. Okay, so maybe it was you know? too high or, well, maybe, I don't know. Now, see, I that's think- a little bit different. Like, I've never put a picture where, like, I could look up at it, you know? I think my two favorites when I was a kid were Miss Elizabeth and Whitney Houston. You know, Whitney Houston, way more talented than Taylor Swift. I think those are probably my favorite too. Careful there, Jimmy. Careful there. Go check I'm the just, stats. Go I'm just trying to, stats, I'm trying to push Jimmy. buttons. Trying to push buttons today. Oh, no. Everybody tries to push buttons with Taylor Swift, but I just <laughs> let them do it because I'm like, it's not going to happen. You know, I'm above that. Good, good. Just like Ed O'Neill is taking selfies with her. All right, let's go on to story number three. (laughs) Story number three. So at the Denver International Airport, they have a newly renovated bathroom sink area, and it has an incredible view of the tarmac, and you can see the planes taxiing in and out. Joel, do you got a picture of the bathroom view? Look at that beautiful new bathroom view. Got those, those, the the big windows. You can see the planes, uh, planes taxiing. There's a woman on TikTok. She claims to be a Boeing 737 pilot, and she made a rather stunning revelation. Uh, Denise, what did she reveal? We can that they can see the people going into the bathroom. That is correct. It is not one way glass, meaning that people on the planes can see your ass in the bathroom. We've got the TikTok video. Her handle is uh, at almost Captain Morgan. Go ahead, Joel. This video is a friendly PSA for anyone flying through the Denver airport. If you, like me, thought that the windows in the new renovated bathrooms were one way where you could see out but planes couldn't see in, you would be incorrect. Oh, wow. I mean, it's a little far, but like if they can see, then people who are closer can see. That's like, really, why would they do that? It's so easy to, you know, have it be done one way. Why would they do it both ways? I don't know. I wish I had an answer for you, but uh, that leads me to a very obvious question. Denise Alcedo, do you have any memorable personal stories involving a bathroom? I'm thinking. I know you do. Come on. I know you do. I'm thinking. I mean, like, I don't. Here's the thing about me, though. Like, I... I feel like I try to avoid public restrooms whenever I can. But if I have to go, then obviously, you know, you kind of have no choice. But here's an embarrassing one. This is it was my first day of college at Cal State Fullerton. And um, there was this I don't know. I think I had a lot going on in my mind. So, you know, when you have so much going on in your mind, you're not really like paying attention. Right. So I was talking to this girl as I was trying to open the door to like use the bathroom. And so I was so busy talking to her that I wasn't paying attention like to the actual door. And I noticed that it was stuck a little bit. And then I'm like, what the hell? Like, And I didn't see like anybody's like feet under there or anything like that. I didn't hear anybody or anything. So I kept talking to this girl. And then finally I opened the door and there's a girl in the bathroom and she just starts yelling because I opened the door on her and she's like in the toilet. And what had happened was that it was one of those bathrooms that like the door is here, but the toilet isn't all the way until like the opposite side. So I didn't see her feet and she didn't say anything. 
So while I was trying to open the door, so I didn't know there was anyone in there. So I ended up opening the door on this girl who was in the bathroom and she was super pissed, like really upset about it. Like kind of like, you know, telling me off like that sort of thing. And I was like, I am so sorry. My apologies. But at the same time, I'm like, why didn't you say anything when I was like messing with the door? Like it was so weird. Why wasn't the door locked? I don't know. I like it wasn't locked. Like that's the thing too. Like it might have been like a little bit stuck, but I don't think it was locked. But it was like yeah. what I'm not really too sure. Like I think it was like maybe like three seconds or three shoves that I finally was able to get the, or maybe I like broke it open. I don't know. It was so weird. But hmm. I always remembered that because that was my first day of college, and it was one of those things that I kind of felt was embarrassing because you know I'm here like chatting with this one girl, and then this other girl's like starts like yelling and going crazy, and I'm like okay, I'm really sorry that I opened the door on you. Like, I really did not mean to be seeing you sit on the toilet. Did you so see pay anything? attention when you're opening? I just said I was sorry, and that was the end of it. No, but did you, did you see anything? Well, it was really quick. The second I saw her, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, shit. It, like, closed the door. But she, like, kept going, like, afterwards, even when the door was closed. Well, exactly. Oh, <laughs> shit, Denise. Yeah. Oh, shit, so Denise. Pay attention when you're actually trying to open stalls instead of having a conversation with somebody else. You know when you're on, like, an airplane or a train and you have to lock the door before the lights will come on or anything? Yeah. You know when you're in that situation? I was once on a train. And there's like, you know, I'm, I'm, there's only one bathroom, if I remember right. And uh, the light up sign wasn't lit up. So I get up from my seat thinking that this thing is available. And as I'm, I was, I'm, I'm approaching and I'm starting to glance in the door, there was a guy who had decided to go in, not close the door. And he was urinating in the toilet. Oh, he was just like, didn't even lock the door. Door was open. Was there anything? Oh, no. it was fully open. It was like open, like you know, like this much. Like I could clearly see what the that's hell was enough, going on. and it's a plane. Like you're not at your house. I wondered, like, uh, what am I missing? What am I missing? But this is what happened. Yeah, people are just weird, Jimmy. People, They're just Denise. Weird. They're just people. weird. I've come to the conclusion, like, especially the last, like, I would say three, like people have been weird forever, but I feel like I've been noticing it more, maybe because I'm spending more time on social media that in like the last three, five years, I've just seen some really weird stuff where I've come to the point where I'm like, I can't interact with this person because you're not like, you don't have a good head on your shoulders. You're a little <laughs> bit of a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's as mean as you're going to get. Hey, you, you don't have a good head on your shoulders. It's true, though. It's so true. Like, I don't want to call somebody crazy because then people are like, oh, that's insulting. But well, then you got me. I'd be be like, someone like me, I'm like, listen, you fucking piece of shit. But not Denise. Not Denise. You do not have a good head on your shoulders. (laughs) And waving the finger, too. Exactly. All right, let's go into story number two reported by Fox News. So there was a Carnival cruise ship headed towards New York City. And you know how things can go in that environment, right? On a cruise ship, right. you have a lot of people. You got a lot of alcohol. Shit can happen. On this particular cruise ship, there was an alleged threesome that took place between different passengers. And apparently their significant others on the cruise weren't too happy when they got wind of it. So Denise Salcedo, what happened next? They all fall and they fought. And then one person, th- like one person threw another person over the actual ship and fell into the water. You're close. There was an all out brawl that broke out involving upwards of 60 people Wait, on the dance floor. Get involved with three when this was a threesome. Wouldn't that include six people? Uh, like I, the three I don't know. People that had the threesome and then their significant others. I think that what happened was 
it started with a couple of people on the dance floor and then maybe some others got shoved. You know how people can be triggered sometimes? Yeah. Like, oh, oh that true. guy shoved me. And then he gets in. We have a video from Twitter uh, from the handle at Naeem Zero. Put that up, uh, Joel. Look at this right here. This is on the dance floor at the club. It started with two people getting into an argument. Eventually, like I said, upwards of 60 joined in. Beer bottles were smashed. It lasted an hour. Carnival security Whoa. had to call the Coast Guard in. The Coast Guard came out. They escorted the ship to Manhattan so that they could dock. And there's no word if, if whether or not anybody got arrested. But look at this. How did it last a whole hour? It lasted like, an, damn. And, and, and don't you love how there's always those people standing back just with their phone out? Yeah, you know? and I'm sure one of those probably ended up in a bra somewhere. Like, don't be recording me. Give me your phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. yes. So, like, I think going and, like, fighting in a cruise is probably the worst thing you can do because, like, where are you going to go? You're stuck in this one place. See, that is why. Well, that's not the reason, but I would never go on a cruise. Like, I am anti-cruises. Really? Yes. And it's because you're afraid that you're going to get into a 60-person brawl? Is that the no. reason? No. Because I've seen Titanic and I will not go on a ship and die in the ocean and become okay. whale food. So here, so here's the first question. Are you going to take a cruise out into the middle of the ocean where, you know, in, in, in a time with no like internet, no satellite, no nothing? Is that what you're going to do? Or are you just going to take a little one around the island somewhere? Like there's no harm in that, you know? Like a little ferry ride. I've taken ferry rides. I'll do a little ferry ride, right? But I would never go on a cruise. Never. I don't I see will. the appeal. I just feel like why would I want to be confined in this space for an extra amount of time that I really don't have to with all these people that I don't even know or like? And then I, I just feel like it, it's just, and then look, now it's just, it's just too much drama. I actually agree with you based on experience. I did a cruise one time and I told my wife, I will never do a cruise again. I found it to be a very weird experience. And, and let me, let me get your thoughts on this. Let me get your thoughts on this. So they have like the main dining hall, right? And so you'd go there for like breakfast, lunch, whatever. And if you wanted to go to like one of the little specialty restaurants, you could, but they have like a main dining hall one night. I'm like just about to leave my, I guess they call it a cabin. I'm about to leave my cabin. And the same dude that was part of our group that I would see at various meals throughout the trip, he comes walking down the hallway in a tuxedo. And I look at him, I go, what's going on? And he goes, oh, it's a black tie night at the same food hall that we've gone to every meal. So now he's wearing a tuxedo to go eat the same food we'd already been eating. And he said, uh, I'm, I was basically dressed like I am right now, like a T-shirt and shorts. And he said, are you going to get changed? And I didn't want to be disrespectful, but I said, dude, I'm not putting on a fucking tuxedo to go sit in the same food hall we've already been in. I don't get it. I just, it's not for me. I just don't understand. I don't get right, it. Right, right. I see. I just feel like it's too communal and I'm not really into that. I'm more of a solo person. I am with you, Denise Salcedo. Yeah. I'm with you. Good for you. All right, let's go on to story number one. Actually, no, we can't go to story number one yet because I haven't asked you a question yet. And the question was, has Denise Salcedo, the sweet Denise Salcedo, the one that just said, what was it that you said that you would say to people oh, when you're scolding them? You're, you don't have a good head on your shoulders. <laughs> right, right. You don't have a good head. Yeah. The lovely Denise Salcedo, have you ever been involved in or in the middle of a fight? And in, in, in uh, junior high, no, not junior high, middle school. What's middle school? Junior high? Yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah, yes. middle school, definitely. But not any time like in my adult life, though. But in middle school, I did get in fights. You you, you got – I got to hear. Give me an example. Well, here's the thing. Like, you know, I feel like 
when people, okay, so let me tell you the story. This is what happened, okay? It's a whole story. So it was PE. I think I was like in seventh, sixth grade, somewhere around there, sixth or seventh grade. And they make us dress up for PE. They give us a t-shirt and they give us shorts and they're pretty baggy. So you pretty much have boy clothes on. And I was standing there waiting for, I was in my PE clothes and I was standing there waiting for, um, for, for us to do the activity of the day. So this girl out of nowhere comes from behind and she pantses me. She pulls down my pants and uh, you know, embarrasses me in front of everybody for no reason at all. And I don't care what anyone says, but that is definitely bullying. Going up to someone and pulling down their pants in front of everybody is embarrassing, it's demeaning, and it's bullying. So I stood up for myself. And unfortunately, I went crazy and completely chased her down into the lawn. And we got into a little girl-on-girl cat fight. And... um. I'm not going to brag, but I totally won that cat fight because I was totally pissed off about wow. this. And afterwards, I ended up getting kicked out of the softball team. There was no repercussions for this girl, only for me, because they saw it as I was the one who went the violent direction. Right. And they didn't care who started it. Nobody cares who starts it. Right. And so I was the one who got in trouble. I got kicked off the team and everybody felt bad for her. Wow. Were you raining down blows on this girl? No, I mean, it was just like a cat fight. Okay, okay. Like kind of the grappling kind of on the ground, rolling around. I don't know. There was too much hair and a bunch of stuff I couldn't even see. And there was people (laughs) trying to break us up and, you know, all of that. But I just remember being really upset by it because – yeah, I feel like, you know, people like get bullied in school and then they defend themselves and then yep. they end up being the ones to get in trouble. Yes, that like, does that's happen. not fair. Like if you're going to like, you should be able to stand up for yourself. Good and for I you, did Denise. stand up for myself. So I don't regret standing up for myself. And I'll tell you this. No one ever pantsed me ever again. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. The violent Denise Salcedo wagging her finger at people don't mess with denise salcedo awesome (laughs) all right let's go to story number one this is reported by the daily star so it's summertime right now right and that means that it's time for the tour de france bicycle race i'm sure you're a big fan denise i'm sure you watch the tour de france every single year for sure i work work my schedule around that i'm sure you do i'm sure you do yeah it's a major event in europe every year and as part of the preparation this year two workers were given the task of cleaning up the course that the cyclists were going to be riding on. Uh, Denise, what did they have to clean up? Please don't tell me it was poop. Was it poop? Uh, Not quite. Not quite. Vandals had painted giant penises in the middle of the roadway. Joel, do you have a picture? Oh. That's what Vandals did. Right there. That's like a very, like the lines are really straight. The circles are really circle. Uh, I feel like they use some sort of stenciling for this. So you're really, you're really appreciative of the dick painting. Because, you know, I've seen a lot of, you know, dick art around Los Angeles. And usually it's all like really like funky. Like they give them a lot of personality, right? Uh-huh. This one is like a very, very like crisp lines, very circle circles. Like I'm kind of appreciating their, uh, their, uh, just the way they executed it. <laughs> Amazing. Denise, the penis art critic. I love it. Yes. Yes. Well, this was the interesting side note about this one. So I don't know if it was a time constraint thing or what it was. These workers could not actually remove the paint. They couldn't do that. And so they were equipped with paint of their own and with a road maps because I guess they knew where all the different dicks were on the road. And so because there was this- more than one. 
Yeah, there was more than one. And because the event was televised, you know, they couldn't have this imagery on screen. But for some reason, rather than have them remove the paint, they were told to paint over the giant penises and turn them into different things like butterflies and owls and stuff. We have one of the after photos, Joel. Do you have the after photo? There you what? go. Like, yeah, I guess that's an owl. Is that an owl? That kind of looks like a rocket ship with a bicycle with a bug in it. <laughs> <laughs> like three things in one. I see a bicycle, a rocket ship, and like a really ugly bug. But see, mission accomplished because you don't see a dick, do you, Denise? I definitely do not see it now. I mean, I see it. <laughs> I see it. But like the stuff over it, like it just looks really bad. Why didn't they do it in color? They could have at least done it in color, right? Maybe they don't want to distract the cyclists. I don't then know. Why did they just paint it cement color? cement color paint do they like I guess, just gray I guess like painted gray or black or whatever just paint over it i don't know but that's what they did that's what they did i just couldn't understand like why don't you just put like asphalt or something over like do something to get rid of the paint but they just turned them into into art is what they did and so i don't think i'd call that art no you liked it better before they drew over it right yeah you were, you were really appreciative it. You're appreciative of Here's like the painting on deck. I feel I because they're from the looks of that picture, they were spaced out. So here's my thing. Like I get it, it's for television. But with that being said, during the portions where the bicyclists went over the penises, they could have just zoomed in and done a close-up shot of the bicyclist, bicyclist, the little bicyclist, whatever. <laughs> and then afterwards, like, yeah, then afterwards, when they're not in that area, then they could zoom out. <laughs> Well, that's true, but they do like they do have hard cams in certain positions, like over the road, because then they want to get all the bikers kind of going by. But once so, all the bikers are on top of it, you wouldn't be able to notice it. Well, no, you're right, you're right. But then they would have had to like completely avoid that one shot, like the zoomed out shot. They'd have to avoid it. They could get a crowd shot. <laughs> they, I don't think there's any crowd in that particular. Like, if you've ever oh. watched the Tour de France, the Tour de France is literally in the middle of nowhere in France, so they don't have crowds till they get into okay. the city. You know? I feel like they could have worked around it without having to do that ugly drawing over it. <laughs> All right. Well, this leads me to my next question. Have you ever been responsible? And we'll see how honest you are. Have you ever been responsible for public graffiti, whether it be spray painting or carving no. up a tree or signing your name with a Sharpie? I'm, hold on. Let me think. There was one place where I went in Italy, but it wasn't like against the law, though. It was like one of those exhibits where like everybody's allowed to like write something like it's encouraged. Okay. Okay. I so it's never been like, Oh, like against the law, you know, cause there's, there's been like, you know, they do those things. They set things up for like people to go and write stuff and you know, that type of thing. Like it's encouraged. Right. It, it's, it's never been one of those things where like, Oh, I just went out of my way to go and like write something on a wall. I never done it. Cause I don't, I'm not really a big fan of graffiti. I know like I like it when they do like those exhibits where they do like those art exhibits. And I think those are pretty cool. But like when they're just like out and, you know, on the streets and, you know, on buildings and stuff, I'm not really too big of a fan of that. So when you were in grade school, you know, when, when you weren't beating the shit out of a, out of another person in your class, when you were in grade school, didn't you ever like, you know, have a guy you liked and then you'd write like your initials with a heart and his initials and you'd put it on the desk. You know what I'm saying? No, it was always on my paper, on my folders or on my notebooks. Always really, really under the desk or nothing like that or on an eraser. No. Sometimes you see people do that. Always Never. on a piece of paper. Never. Always on a paper, on a notebook. Wow, you were an environmentally friendly, like polite insulter 
type of person. I'm sorry. I just never felt the need to like go and like leave my mark someplace unless it was one of those things where like you go and you write something, you know, but on those places that they're encouraged. Oh, you're leaving your mark, Denise. You're leaving your mark. <laughs> All right. I want to thank our guest, Denise Salcedo. Denise, tell the people uh, what you're doing and where they can find you. Honestly, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That's the place to be. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. That'll do it for KYN tonight. Denise, thanks again. Denise, I will make sure that you beat SRS to number three. I'll make sure. And I'm going to hit up, hit up Guinness. We're going to do Taylor Swift 415 times in a row, whatever the hell that song was called. What was it again? Never Grow Up. Never Grow Up. 415 times in a row. We're going to get it done. This is a lot of fun. We'll do it again. Thanks, Denise. Thank you. Bye.